This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Silent Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the cascading, completely geriatric, walking around moldy, touching the sky like a champ, leathery-winged, membranous dictatorship himself, the bicycle pump, and Justin Waddell. What's up, sir? Hey, how are you? Thanks for uh, that grand intro, but how have you been? That's what I want to know. I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah. I saw you on Friday. That's right. We played some cards. I'm sitting on a unicycle of candy right now. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So do you have a ton of candy left over from Halloween? Is that what you're referring to or is it something else you're talking about? No, I'm just I'm still riding the tidal wave of glory from the Braves. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. A unicycle of candy, you put it. I'm on a treadmill of just leathery drips, man. So good. You're riding high. Mm -hmm. I'm like uh, Diana before the tunnel right now, man. I'm killing it. Oh my god! In in the in the conversation uh, recently because of the new movie Spencer, which is I believe the I thought it was was it is it about Princess Diana or is it that Gumshoe Detective series by that dude Robert B. Parker? It's actually just it's about the last days before the tragic passing during a weekend of the West Wing shooting. What do you mean? What's it? Stewart? Kristen Stewart plays John Spencer, right? That's right. She's so talented. It's going to suck. Is, it, it, she is so she is so talented. She's fine. Same director that did that disappointing Jackie movie if I'm not mistaken. I didn't see Jackie. That's funny that you say disappointing cuz that movie received a lot of accolades and people uh were very uh, high on him and thrilled about this new one that he was doing. They thought it was in the right hands, so to speak. You didn't like Jackie. I drove an hour to see Jackie and I hated it. I was not a thrilled man. I never yeah. saw it. Natalie Portman, she plays Jackie in that. Who else was in there? I have no idea. I just was, first of all, I was disappointed. It was just about the stuff like shortly after John F. Kennedy's murder and mm -hmm. nothing about the making of the police story series or the tuxedo. <laughs> it's very stupid. A couple of things in the news, Nick. Eternals came out and you said you saw it. I did. And you liked it. I did. It's beautiful. It's oh. got some of the most beautiful shots in the Marvel history so far. Mm -hmm. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that director is known for those naturalistic shots well i'm talking about gigantic space beings hovering above planets and shit like that yeah she's not i don't remember that nomad land is it is her name chloe Zhao? is that her say her name yeah i think it's, am i, am I, saying I mean it right? i think people pronounce it shao but i'm not gonna step on it she also did a movie called the writer 
uh, that was very good about um, a uh, rodeo rider that was uh, that's injured. And so, did you ever see that one? No, it sounds dumb. It's not. It's very good. I think I believe you can watch. You could have at one point watched it on Stars, where we saw the movie that we're talking about today. Also, Chris Chris Pratt in the hot uh, the hot seat lately in the crosshairs because he gave yeah, posted, it. Yeah, posted an Instagram uh, about how much he loves his wife on their anniversary, and people are pissed. Well, he they're pissed because he was making a point about how healthy her baby is. Mm-hmm. when Anna Ferris didn't have that luck with their baby, right? I know why they're mad. I've read the stories. Uh, Chris Pratt, very hateable right now. I don't like him that much. I get it. But then he, I saw a follow-up video, Nick, that I thought you would have liked, where he was. He said he went to bed a little angry and he woke up and he, um, he ran through the woods listening to his Christian music playlist. Fuck that guy. <laughs> when you got it all, you still got to be posts and stuff like that i guess you know anyway yeah he took some he took some hits he didn't like it but you know he's got jesus on his side so that's good good for him um it's working that's all i got it's working mm-hmm. he's definitely hired a lot there's four words man i just got those four words at you hmm. you can't cancel the best <laughs> he's a guy that believed his own hype you know, he got high on his own supply, you know, so as soon as he got ripped and shredded and hired for Guardians and his career took off, my God, he started to believe in it. Oh, I guess you got to. I mean, I like him. You I, that you're great. I like him in movies. You know? He's he's good in quite a few movies, but he's not he's not what you call the most versatile talent walking planet. You know, Saul three. How dare you say that? You're saying he's not versatile, that he only has one gear. Show me a performance that is the same in one movie as the next. I dare you. <laughs> uh, passengers. <laughs> How was his uh, movie, uh, the t- the Tomorrow Award? Did it, was no, it good? Quite good, considering. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. That's his latest blockbuster, right? Well, it was a direct to uh, Amazon. That doesn't matter anymore. You get more eyeballs than Amazon, I imagine. So what 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 else does he have? Do he have something else? He has Guardians three in the works. He has Jurassic. Three in the works too, right? Yep. I heard a little behind the scenes on Jurassic Park. Let's hear it. All the all the the dinos hate Chris Pratt as well. Hard to work with. Which is weird because I've seen pictures of Jesus riding one, and you would think <laughs> simpatico, right? Right. Sam yeah. uh, Sam Shepard. No, other than that, man, the world's just turning around, getting closer to the uh, you know the end of the year. The we just changed the clocks. You know, right. so we got that feel in the air when it's like five o'clock and the sun is starting to fuck off. It's true. You, you like that change or are you against it? I noticed a lot of people on Twitter were, were mad about the change. Well, Twitter, How are you feeling about it? Well, if the people on Twitter are mad about it, I'm for it. Because like the, the, the more I look at Twitter, the more angry I become. I think Twitter is an abomination. It really is. Like it's it, embarrassing. Huh? People listening to this should follow us on Twitter. <laughs> It's going to be hard, though. We, I think, does Twitter have a rule about, hey, too many followers, too crowded, get in line one at a time because we have too many followers, I think. More episodes and followers, that's the... Uh, that's what my buddy said, yeah. He ain't <laughs> lying. He ain't lying. But you know what? Yeah, where's the lie? You think about where's this world, much easier to destroy than create. You know, it's much easier. If we if we had done something bad, people would be popping out. But when you're when you're yeah. just coasting on like a, a perfect streak without any missteps, it's hard to really justify taking the time to just say a nice thing or to follow somebody because you don't want to disrupt the chain reaction of, of perfection. 
you know, we get some great followers on our account and we get some creeps. Like, here's the thing. I'll hashtag an actor that's in a movie and all of a sudden, like, uh, Lori, like if someone will join our, they'll follow us or something, right? And then I'll look at their page and it's like, they love Lori Holden, for example, the actress. And every tweet is about Lori Holden. About to show up on The Boys, Lori Holden. Is she? Yeah. She's a good actress. She's in uh, Walking Dead for a minute. She's in the Majestic. Oh yeah, because Darabont likes working with her. Yep, I know why. And she's and she's in Silent Hill. Yep. How you been otherwise? Sunday. You're, it's, you're... it's Sunday night. It's that time of the of the week. Just getting <sighs> getting ready for another week of travel and doing the thing out there. Do you start getting stressed out when you got to travel? Do you get a little jittery and you know get a little nervous? Start start sleeping. Your sleep's disrupted a little bit. Well, I usually fly very early in the morning, and I don't live anywhere mm-hmm. near the airport by any stretch of the imagination. So right. the logistics of travel always kicks my ass. But as far as right. I've gotten it down to a science, mm-hmm. so ideal, ideal. I tell you though, when I get back, I I have taken a, a beating. Like it's it takes me a while to acclimate. When I first met you, and when we were first friends, you hated to fly. I had a really bad experience, like uh, people screaming, stuff flying around, air, airplane plummeting, kind of thing. I you used thought to, you were going to be in a plane crash. Yeah, I mean, I I flew all the time when I was in the sales world back in the in another life and we were flying all mm-hmm. over the place and I had a bad experience coming out of Chicago on American Airlines and I have not flown that airline since and I then obviously once I started doing the movie shit I had to travel so much you know Australia and England and all that so I had to kind of suck it up and be a big boy you know and and honestly mm-hmm. the sweet release of of a of a smashing impact actually doesn't discourage me does that mean I, I don't have to listen to country music again i noticed that susan sarandon has a new show on did you you're coming out did you see this i saw enough to be disgusted by it it's some kind of cross between like a sopranos type thing and like a country music like she's head of some large country music i guess family or business and there's crime so they get they finally got susan sarandon on the tv in one of these prestige series right in the middle of her prime she uh, owns a, I believe she owns like a pinball restaurant or a pinball bar in New York City. That's one little fact I know about Susan Sarandon. So how are you listeners enjoying this episode of TV Microscope so far? <laughs> what I mentioned, what? <laughs> you know what I love about Silent Hill real quick? Let me just say it right off the bat, short. I love the shortness. It's brief. It is. It's a quick movie, Nick. It is. What are you talking about? It's like 220 minutes. It flew by, man. I was on a, I was like eating hotcakes in heaven. It's really that um, long, really? It's it's over two hours for sure. Yeah, man, it just breezed by for me. That's a lot of ash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just not beat around the bush, guys. It's a movie microscope. It's a show we zoom in, watch a film through completely mistrusted eyes. We turn the tides on the grunion. We drive a tuck and drive it. <laughs> yeah. We walk weak amongst the chafed. We yearn for icebergs. Babysit the coward. Whip the news around like a boss. Wear our hats on our pants. Get thick when it needs it. Polish the brass while the old ones watch. Plug things into sockets hard. <laughs> Slip a roofie into a milkshake and ocularize the movies together. See what makes a break. Share with the likes of you, the listeners. So if we're talking about Babylon AD, we can talk about the scene where Vin Diesel takes a two by four to the tits just to get himself right. Talk about the little moments. Babylon AD, a movie that I imagine is not on the tip of anybody's tongue these days. Is anybody still talking about Babylon AD out there? By the way, last film we did took place in Babylon with Andrew Devoff. So, you know, (laughs) 
There's a Babylon scene in the Eternals. And let me just take this thing full circle. Olive Branch extended by Vin Diesel to Dwayne the Rock Johnson today. Trying to get him back into the Fast and Furious franchise. I know. So Dwayne Johnson, is he on record saying he's not going to return to the series? He gave uh, Vin the big kiss off, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a little bad blood between these two, right? By the way, Team Dwayne. Forever. Of course. Forever. But... A little, I gotta give a little bit of love to Vin. I can't just withhold completely and give it all to Dwayne. I got a little love for for Vin, and I imagine you do too. I do, but not the not the man outside the frame. All, all bets are off with that dude. I, I there's nothing about his uh, his persona that 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 warms my cockles. I, I think he he comes off as just a crybaby, a little bit of a ego sniffer. I, I I hear what you're slinging, and and I believe it. I think he's a little hard to take. He does a little. He, remember when he used to do those like karaoke videos on sing like Kesha songs? I don't even know what he was singing. I don't. But um, he's a strange guy, a massive ego apparently, hard to work with, smaller than he looks. But you know, bald is a dream. I still got love. I can't. He's got that gravelly voice. He pulls from a beer weird. Totally does. I I can't help it. I mean, I'm one foot on team uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, one foot on team Diesel. I, I I don't know what to do. You just keep doing. I hope they get back together. I will say that. I hope this plea works. Are you for or against him returning to the series? I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know. Let me ask the biggest question you've ever heard. <laughs> Think about it. Just take a minute. Don't answer right away. I'm team Matt Schultz. Where's he, man? <laughs> Didn't he get killed? Maybe. But that yeah. doesn't really seem to be an obstacle in that in that uh, universe, you know? That's rough whenever you don't get invited back if you didn't have a death in the series. I mean, where's um where's Ted uh Levine? Yeah. Isn't he in the was he in just the first one? Yeah, he was just in the first one. Where's Officer Levine? Detective Levine. Right. Captain Levine. Where right. is he? Yeah, maybe he'll show up in ten. Maybe they're gonna bring all the greatest hits back. Who's the guy that was in the third one? That was an American Gothic. Lucas uh, Black. Lucas Black. Has he been back? He was back in the most recent one. Oh, see, I didn't see it. And his two sidekicks. And Little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow as well. They all came back. Did he have a large presence? I don't know if Devin Aoki returned, though. I don't think she acts anymore. So what's your relationship with Silent Hill? I mean, I think I saw it with you. I think. We definitely saw the second one together. We didn't see the first together? Maybe. I did see it in the theater as an avowed... uh, Rada Mitchell fan. I don't miss her movies. And it's not a joke. I do like Rada Mitchell. I know why. Um, stacked. I mean, she's cute, but I think she's, she's stacked. She's got <laughs> stacked out. <laughs> I, well, I, you know, maybe I didn't notice in this. Um, but she's, but uh, I like, I think she's actually a really good actress. And, you know, in this, she does her job. She runs through the streets saying one screaming, sharing, sharing. Yeah. Sharon. Yeah. Over and over again. I wasn't, you know, I'm not a huge player of these video games. What about yourself? I took a dip into the survival horror thing and got bored super quick. There's a game that's similar to these games, and maybe it's by the same creator called The Evil Within. I think I played both of those games and, and really enjoyed them. But I, the only Silent Hill game I really ever played was The Room, which was, I think, the fourth entry in the series. Yeah. And maybe started off as a different game, and then they kind of just folded it into the Silent Hill uh, franchise. I'm a, I'm a huge hater of cinematics in games. I hate I hate having to yeah deal with a lot of story. And 
and something about the dark, how dark those are and, and how the controls tend to be a little iffy and how the frame mm-hmm. rate's a little, I get not, I get not nauseous, but I get eye strain playing those games. So I can't, you know, and it was funny somebody, somebody was telling me they have the same problem. So what they do is they watch live streams of people playing the game just so they can get that massive story in there. And at that point I'm, I'm like, well, maybe I should eat a gun instead because <laughs> fuck I waste a lot of time in my life, but I ain't doing that. You don't play a lot of games like this, right? Like, you don't play a lot of long games, for example. Like, I don't think Silent Hill is a long game, but it's probably a good 12 to 15 hours, some of these games. Yeah, you I probably don't do that, right? I can't, I can't handle it. And it's, but you, you'll play, like, a baseball game over and over again. Yeah, and I'll do, yeah, that, I'll do that in golf games and stuff like that. But, or Halo or something. But, like, but Halo, I, I haven't played through... I've only played through Halo 2. I haven't played the, the single player on the other Halos yeah. at all virtually. Well, you're missing out of the sto- all the story and all the background. You're missing out. The Flood. Or what are they called? I think that was The Flood. Yeah, we saw that. I, I actually went on the set of this movie when they were making it and uh, did the you know interviewed everybody and, and got to watch them mm. kill it. Yeah, who did you interview from this one? Rada, Roger Mitchell. I got to talk to Mr. Bean. Roger Mitchell? I mean, Roger Avery. What did I say? I meant Roger sh- Mitchell. I said Roger Mitchell. You said Rada, and then you said Roger Mitchell, I think. I thought I said Sean Bean. Mr. You Sean. did then. Okay, maybe. So Sean Bean. Rewind the tape. Rewind the tape. Sean Bean. I spoke with Deborah Kerr Unger, who was flirty as hell, which was awesome. I got to take a look at Jadelle, whatever her name is, little Furland, that little cutie. Co- cosplayer now. She's all grown mm-hmm. up. Big into cosplay. I look at her Wiki page. Still an actress, and she's 27, I believe. Now. I know. She's got those fr- this movie came out in got- 2006. So let's do the math. When she made this, she was three. I don't know. Um, what are you saying? She's got what? She's got those cute freckles. I love freckles. She's got great freckles. I think you like freckles, huh? That's why I read Mad Magazine constantly. And I also spoke with, obviously, uh, the producers and Christoph Gans, who I was a huge fan of based on Brotherhood of the Wolf, the director, and some other fucks. It was in Canada. It was an uninspiring visit. Did you talk to Kim? I don't think so. I don't think so. And the funny thing was, nobody seemed enthused about being there. And nothing that they showed us was exciting. And maybe that's because they were trying to keep things a secret. But they show you the whole film? But from what, from what I understand, it's not like they veered that far from the game. So it's not like they're going to surprise you with something. All of a sudden, you know, it's brightly lit and weird creatures aren't like staggering around, you know? They have some notes that they have to hit in this film, and maybe they were burying those. Like you, know, you have to get what are the, I don't know his name, but people call him Pyramid Head. He's got to show that's, up. That's what they call him. Yeah, get the sexy weird nurses with no faces. They have to show up. Like yeah, I think you have to have that armless, armless, arm. Yeah, the alarm, the armless baddies. Lots of ash. But you know, Christoph Gans like really was passionate about making this project. He tried to get it made forever, and it finally was able to do it. Was this movie a huge hit? I can't zoom in that. It, it made a, it made a hundred against like 30 something. So it did well. Over worldwide though, not in the US. I'm I not I mean it doesn't matter. It was it made enough money to warrant a sequel and now he's doing another one. He's coming back to the franchise he, he helped create. But he hasn't really worked too much since this. Well he's been deep into work on this new Silent Hill, that's why. Is it really going to happen? Probably. Or is it something that's just lingering on his IMDb page, never to be? It was uh, it was born. covered in 2020, so it's relatively new. Oh, so it's coming back to this world. I think it's going to be um, a reboot, though. I will say this up front. I'm glad we're doing this because I will no longer remain silent about my hillings about this film. 
Pretty good, right? Yeah. I wrote that one down. I'm proud you did. That's a that's pretty cool. good. Yeah. Wrote it down. It's the first thing I wrote in my notes. <laughs> By the way, I looked up these games. They're worth if you have PS2 versions of these games, I believe they're worth some money. The Silent Hill games. Okay. Do you have any of do you have any? No, of I got them? rid of all that dog shit. I think I might have a few of them. Go get rid of them. I might might be rich. All right. Well, talk about who's in, we we went through the cast, obviously. You didn't say Alice Creech. I guess you didn't talk to her. And I didn't talk to uh, Laurie Holden. Laurie Holden. Alice Creech from one of our favorite films, Ghost Story. Yeah. Alice Creech, yeah. I, I have a feeling that she's an actress who sits in a glass enclosure. And then when somebody needs a creepy lady, they just open that fucking box and pull Creech out. Alice Creech been weird for decades on yeah, screen. Yep, yep. And pretty good at it. Yeah, to an extent. I think she's, being, she's good at it. I don't think she... Um, requires a lot of stuff to appear creepy in, f- in film. What's her biggest role? The Star Trek villain? Ghost Story. No. <laughs> no one knows what that movie is. Uh, a Creature of Their Own. What's that? Creature of Their Own. Nice. wonder if she's on Instagram or Twitter or anything. Like, she seems like she wouldn't be, but I'd, I'd be awesome if she was, wouldn't it? What, what's her story? She's, she's London-based? It's got to be English. <laughs> Let's just look her up. Oh, my God. This is, we're already doing this? Yeah, of course. Alice Creech is fascinating to me. She's South African. That's one. Zoom in. Oh, she's in Sleepwalker. Or what was that? What was that Stephen King? Yeah, Sleepwalkers. But I, don't, I can't find her social. That's, and Matchinamic, and then the kid Brian, the kid with the weird lip. With, look, Brian Krause. Looks yeah. Is Brian right? Krause looks like he should have a mustache, and he doesn't. It's not Brian Krause. Yeah, it is Brian Krause. He looks like he should have a mustache, but he doesn't. <laughs> it's he's got that problem, like the Oliver Reed thing, like. Mustache just got shaved and it looks weird, you know? And they turned into like kind of cats in that movie, right? Yeah. Like kind of big cats. Yeah. And they weren't that scary. I remember matching a mech was beautiful in that film. That was like the one thing it had going for it. And also beautiful in everything else she's ever done. Right, right. But that was kind of like that was she was in Twin Peaks. She had like that was kind of the project that she had picked to lead. And it was a terrible film. And I think it was was it based on a Stephen King original script? Yeah. Remember the, the big thing was, and they licensed the song to Sleepwalkers, the song, so they used the living dick out of it. Did they? And that instrumental yeah. that's all haunty. So yeah, I remember the transformations not being too impressive. They were CGI. One. They were bad CGI mm-hmm. faces. But you're right, Matchinamic was, you know. Yeah, she worked in a movie theater. That's why I remember that she was she was working in a movie theater in that film at the beginning. She should. And I was like, oh, this movie could be good. Yeah. She looked. She was cute, and that was it. I can't. I don't remember anything else. Except the transformation a little bit. Well, I got a, um, I got a little inside skinny. I was at a restaurant with some friends from work and we mm-hmm. split the tab and I went home with my buddy's tab as, with his card. You did? Yep. I had to I had to mail him his and he had to mail me mine because we had match and Amex. <laughs> uh, this movie, speaking of sleepwalkers and, and gigantic caps, it, it starts off with a cat's meow. And is that, is, is that been... what you call Sean Bean? And this this cat's been disturbed because there has been a disturbance at this house. Something's amiss, and Rada Mitchell's running down the stairs in her sleepies. I well, think she's they call a, it, right? this movie starts with her in her drawers, which is yeah, in her jammies. Yeah, and, and getting people and she, getting the audience in their good graces right out the gate. And she's looking for something you don't know what, and she's already shouting and uh, looking for Sharon, I believe, and she. They really, in a real quick, about three or four minutes, established that this woman and her husband, played by Sean Bean, live in the most dangerous located house 
it is possible. So they they live right next to like a really busy highway with trucks and everything going. It gave by. me a pet cemetery vibe the way the, way the house was. Yeah. yeah. And then she's also like under a bridge, and there's a huge waterfall drop off. Yep. That she with no guardrails or anything. Right. That she's looking for. She you find out she's looking for a child who has slept walk to the edge of this cliff. Going back to the Stephen King analogy. Nice. And uh, nice. And she uh, she's about to jump into what looks like uh, a preview of Silent Hill. Like she is she is moaning Silent Hill. Rhonda Mitchell catches up to her just in time and says. Jesus, man, you keep saying Silent Hill in your sleep. We got to go to this Silent Hill. That's what we have to do. That makes sense. This girl can't stop saying Silent Hill in her sleep, so they have to go to a, on a trip to Silent Hill. That's that's the, the start of this movie. Movie would have been so much better if she let that little that little mannequin fall down. Yeah, she is. Um, you know, this, the child. I guess the child psychologists have not been able to help, and so this is Rhonda Mitchell. Ta- she. Is then in a car taking her daughter, her young daughter, on a des- you know, on a trip, and Sean Bean is unaware. I think he doesn't. At least, at, at the very least, he doesn't approve. But I don't even think he knows they're going. I don't think she tips him off. No. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's get a few things out of the way. The last person on planet Earth that somebody named Sharon. I'm guessing, right? I don't think they've named a Sharon since her. Premise of the movie. Let's get, let's just do like a let's go let's go to thirty thousand feet and take a look down. All right, let's do it. Is there a premise? You know, like in a video game when you start at one point of the map and you work your way to the other and then Mm -hmm. the credits roll. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Well, that's the thing about this game, I think, too, which probably troubling to adapt it. This is one of those games is you you start off in fog and weirdness and you unlock the quote unquote story as you progress through the world. Right. And this movie does it, too. You don't really know what's happening. And then all of a sudden there's a sepia tone flashback that's supposed to fill in the blanks a little bit. And that does happen in this movie. What you need to know up front, though, is that this girl has dreams of Silent Hill and Rhonda Mitchell wants to get to the bottom of why her daughter's dreaming of this place. Right. Rhonda Mitchell plays Rose, by the way, which is not a character from the game. The the, the game that this supposedly is based on actually actually features a male protagonist. It's a pretty good zoom. And Christoph Gans got a little bit of heat, a little sexism heat that he changed the gender. But he thought his thinking was, I would much rather follow a mother that was that lost her daughter than than a dude. That's what that's what that's the way he laid it out. So I don't understand. Um, I mean, how many houses have a death waterfall in their backyard? Is that something that's common? Yeah, that's it was a little strange to me that that's where they they lived. But um. And then they didn't lock the house up at night. I don't know that, that that's seems like maybe they were kind of like, maybe she'll jump. Well, there was a, you know? there was a track history of this kid having issues and yet here they are putting her near the death instantly. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene where Sean Bean chases after them and the worst CGI cars are whizzing by him. You catch yeah, that? She, he, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, of course. I mean, but Sean Bean, I don't know how to put it. Like, this movie begins weird. Like, so even the world that, you know, you're, you're, it feels like an unreality a little bit at the beginning. It just already feels like dreamy at the beginning in a way. And the movie maintains that tone throughout, I think. Yeah. Which, what did you think? I mean, that's probably the strongest aspect of this is it certainly feels dreamlike and, and, yeah. and nightmarish. You know, what's and, funny is when I watch it this time, it is so the video mm-hmm. game. They did, they did to the video game what Watchmen did to the comics. I mean, it is very, very faithful. And very uh, authentic when it comes to reading. Yeah, that's Christoph Gans. Like he really like loves the video game. Obviously, wanted to bring it to life, and then even use the music from the game. Yep. Like I think 
that was a big thing for him. I think the only th- they said the only song that he uses a Johnny Cash song in here, but everything else is from the game. And thank God, because we really need to hear another Johnny Cash song in our lives. No, well, here's the thing. Did you? So Johnny Cash died in 2003, but not before they told him that his song would be appearing in Silent Hill, and he was just thrilled to pieces. A huge Silent Hill fan. Loved his PlayStation. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he had his his will amended after finding this out, and they buried him. And Christoph Gans, did you? So Christoph Gans is the one that delivered him the news, and he said, "Look, we're going to also." Cash was smiling. He said, "We're also changing the protagonist from male to female," and Cash died on the spot. <laughs> he, that's what killed him. Uh, um, I love it. For, okay, so Sean Bean, I love Sean Bean. Love him, of course. Why Cash? From this, role, why from this? From <laughs> here, another thing is. The reason he's in this movie so much is because Gans got shit because he wanted to make a movie just that was completely female driven, that there wasn't a lot of men in it. Right. And that was a note he got back. You read all this? Yeah. That put more males in this. Well, no, put more men in here. The, the thing I love, uh, Christoph Gans, I think there mm-hmm. may be another reason why he hasn't done a lot of work. I don't care how grotesque the creature is in this movie. Mm-hmm. If it's a woman, stacked. Everybody <laughs> well, the, is hammering super push-up bras, showing the cleave. True to the game. Oh, really? Right. I mean, I think, like, I think that's a big thing of the game. Are those like said, are, like, are those the hills being referenced? <laughs> Ain't nothing silent about them hills. <laughs> I, I, I lo- talking about Sean Bean only. Here, Sean Bean only needed one. He only had one question before he signed on the line, which is dotted. Christoph's like, let me tell you about the plot and let me show you some concept art. Beans like, is my protagonist's wife stacked? So that's the thing is, do you you heard, so his big scene in this is there's a scene when he breaks into an archive uh, in town and he pulls um, boxes, these gross like kind of these kind of waterlogged uh, file boxes and, and goes through files. That he apparently he Daniel Day Lewis spent a year studying how to pull boxes of files uh, off the shelves. I, I expect nothing less from him. Here's the thing that's true though. I, I read all the IMDb trivia on this one. Gans frustrated. By Rada Mitchell. Yep. Her acting style contrasted with Lori Holden's. Mm -hmm. And he said that she needed a couple of goes before she could become the character, which I think as a director, you got to let your actors have that moment. I mean, if he's frustrated, maybe he's frustrated from a budgetary perspective, but I think Rada's pretty good in this movie, given that she has one thing to do is to maintain interest as she shouts Sharon, Sharon across empty streets. And weird, disconnected weirdness. Yeah, there is not one moment in this film that feels like a real thing. No, on purpose, probably, right? The way that she deals with the police, the way that she reacts when her daughter's missing, the way that, I mean, literally every human interaction in this thing doesn't feel natural. And I guess that may be part of the point, or maybe it's because the the source material is kind of one dimensional, but it's mm-hmm. very strange. And it's- yeah, so I think that's the thing is the tone and all that stuff and the design of it certainly overrides the story, which we do get story. It's just odd. Yeah. But let's talk about the beginning. So she's going to town. She stops to get gas well, weird. OK, but first I got to. I got sidetracked yeah, a little bit. Why? Because there, like when Sean Bean, Sean Bean calls his daughter Pumpkin. And, and I kind of wonder how that whole thing started. I mean, I mean, I love pumpkins. I think they're awesome. This is a big revelation so early on in the show. Only at 40, only 40 minutes in. We're just getting started. Nick says he loves pumpkins. Interesting. Big fan. All right. But I don't understand why you would call your cute loved one a pumpkin when, when mm. there's so many other fruits and vegetables out there that seem to fit the bill. You know, like it's like cute. Yeah. Like a star fruit. Gra- yeah, that's cute. Grapes. Mm-hmm. Hey, grapes. You know, uh, you know, kumquat. Uh, 
You know, I mean, there's so many fucking, sure. you know, uh, hey, you think it's unoriginal because you've heard it before? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, I no. he's it's perfectly it's boilerplate for a parent. Mm -hmm. It's boilerplate. Sure. It's boilerplate. It, you're right. Pumpkin's a boilerplate term of affection for one's child. But it just sickens me, you know, because, yeah. you know, pomegranates are out there. It's true. They're so passed over kiwis. I just want to know kiwi what, fruit. I, I guess kiwi fruit. I got more. I got derailed. Pear. Hey, pear. Well, that's, that's what he calls Roger Mitchell. Um, she's got a pair um but uh the, no the thing yeah. is it's, it's so i just wanted the entomology like i want to know mm -hmm. i got sidetracked i'm watching silent hill with my daughter and we're watching shenanigans on screen and i'm thinking where did pumpkin come from why did pumpkin get who's pumpkin's agent how did that shit blow up yeah you start you put it on pause start pacing yeah got no fingernails did you did you have a term of affection that you use for your daughter that is like fruit based or I mean the thing is I honestly I don't I don't I don't have a go-to because I'm weird so I call things mm -hmm. very weird things you know so I'll right yeah she could be called a shrimp town massacre for all I know and it's a term of affection <laughs> at the time you know right so yeah go back so you, you can talk about her being weird in streets no I'm saying that they stop at this place that's a restaurant slash everything else it's called like smitty's restaurant and variety they sell like bait they sell like there's a uh, the rest of jamie um, fox movies there's a notary it's got a lot of things going on but they're in there and she's asking questions like i can't get silent hill on the map i don't know where i know it's close to here but i can't find how to get there and the the woman that work on the restaurants like you don't want to go there and all that stuff but anyway she gets directions and I looked at the menu there. I couldn't, I kept rewinding it. This is how sad my Sunday was. I was trying to get all the menu items for our show, <laughs> but I only got two. They had a chicken burger. Nice. And they had a banquet burger, which is a Canadian burger. Oh, really? I guess I looked it up. Yeah. And it seemed it's ground chuck, onion, cheese. It just sounded like a normal burger. There's something else that goes on it that makes it a little bit more Poutine? interesting, but no. And so then, you know, that's the thing is they, as Rodda Mitchell's kind of getting these directions to Silent Hill, there's a cop that has taken notice of the mom and the daughter. And the, the cop is played by Lori Holden. She's looking super T2 in this. Yeah, she's get, she has, this is kind of a, an action role for her. And she gets kind of like some hero moments here. And actually, she when she dies, I was mad. Because I liked her character, I didn't want to see her get killed. And she, well, I mean, gets, she get does she die? She might have survived. She's super. Well, she might have survived. You're right, but she gets pummeled within an inch of her life, and then she gets burnt on a ladder. And if she's still alive after that, God bless. Well, her. we watched you know, the flesh so. peel off of her face. So, but I, I was sad because I did like her character, and she gets some good moments in here. She says a lot. Of she got short hair. She got. They. She got some. Uh, yeah, you're right. She just looks like a rough and tumble. She's got a lot of action heroine. She says a lot of vulgarities in this too. If you noticed, I didn't. What did she say? F word? Dropping it left and right. Yeah. I would too. If I was in the world of Silent Hill, I'd be. Only things coming out of my mouth would be obscenities for sure. That's true. Um, I think it'd be great if they're like, oh, geez. Oh, whoa. So this cop is all of a sudden turns on her lights to pull over Rodda Mitchell. And Rodda Mitchell decides she ain't going to pull over. Instead, mainlines it for this back road to Silent Hill and crashes. Of course. And then when she wakes up, her daughter's missing and everything is white. Yeah. And um, and everything is dreamlike and weird. And she doesn't she freaks out and starts screaming Sharon all over the place. Because early on, she sees like this little this little Sharon running away from her. It's just like in the video. Like she is following this little kid mm -hmm. screaming her name. 
And at some point, yeah, she'll, you've got to wonder if it's not working. It's yeah, it's like try a different tack. I mean, Sharon don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah, she's like, she's like, uh, stop, wait, Sharon, come here, and then none of it works. The, the girl's always uh, headed out of town with her back to her, you know, headed all over the place. And you're right. At some point, you wonder if she just get tired of, of saying that name over and over again. She doesn't. Yeah. What I would do is I would treat her like a dog. Shake a bag. Shake a bag of food. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. Let's eat. Supper time. A banquet burger. Exactly. A banquet burger, yeah. maybe. So yeah. yeah, you're right. So it's it's all sand. It's all ashy and shitty out. And oh, by the way, what's the daughter been doing? Runner that is just such a staple of like horror and oh, doing illustrations, drawing kids' drawings, and then the magic of Silent Hill turns the kids' drawings to gross, weird drawings, right? Scary, ominous drawings. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. There's some, a lot of illustrations in here, and this, and the, you know, Rhonda Mitchell's picking up loose kid drawings in this movie, and then it says every time she picks up one, it says five out of thirty, <laughs> six out of thirty. You've collected. Would you like to add it? To, would you drawings. like to add it to your inventory? Um, I'm about. <laughs> there are there are amazing moments in this when she does add shit to her inventory. It is my favorite. I think my favorite thing in this movie. Yeah. She adds a flashlight to her inventory and later a knife. And then, uh, and then, and like a half a key to like a hotel room as well. That comes out of a dead person's mouth. That is actually highlighted in the movie. And she added my lecherous eyes early on in the film into her inventory. (laughs) So God, she, (laughs) she she is patrolling this town. The alarm goes off and I wrote down, Mm -hmm. The alarm is such a great touch. And then about two minutes later, I wrote, I'm so tired of this alarm. <laughs> it's a good sounding alarm. It's very iconic. But she goes down She goes down these steps, and then she starts to get a little creeped out. Finally, mm-hmm. finally, Sharon has creeped her out. Lights go out. And, and Roger Mitchell does some amazing fire acting with that lighter. Yeah. Pops her lighter open is doing some tremendous fire acting. Moving that lighter around like in the, you know illuminating shit i'm looking up uh she is on instagram man and she posted about on august 26th she she posted about a uh, silent hill what'd she say nothing she posted the picture oh. and everybody's like loving it i think ronna mitchell doesn't have a lot of instagram followers but she's about to have two more <laughs> unless this isn't really her could couldn't maybe not be her she's sort of a a, a genre queen now with this and pitch black in her resume and and mm-hmm. more, I'm sure she's done more. As a matter of fact, I remember another shitty movie she did. She was great in Pitch Black. That's when I first really liked her. I thought I thought she did an amazing job in that movie. Um, she was also in that movie that we talked about recently with the Killer Crocodile movie, Rogue. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. She's a she's a scream queen. Got all the tools. Yeah. She works a lot. Anyway, she overcame. So, she overcame a weird name too. Good for her. That's a good name, Radha, Australian. Is she? By the way, yeah, yeah. Her accent is uh, is very well masked in movies. Yeah, that Johnny Cash thing. I, I first of all, I I I can't stand Johnny Cash, but I really oh, can't. Geez, that is that's a mistake. No, you don't have to like him, but you don't have to say it either. No, no, but I'm saying like when I hear it is it is so it's so on the nose whenever his stuff is used in movies. Of course, it's not his fault. No, I mean it's an American icon, and I've 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 had icons on my desktop that I've dragged into the trash. So. <laughs> life goes on i mean i don't have to like him to be i'm I'm not cool mm-hmm. i'm not cool i don't care that Amen. he covered a tr- uh, nine inch nail song i don't care it's a good cover everybody has their own taste man i force my music mm-hmm. on people at the end of every episode you know life goes on johnny cash though he can go i hope he's i hope he's in hell well i mean he certainly sang about had you know his lyrics would allude to ring of fire for example i mean that burning ring of fire isn't that the song they play here like isn't that the 
Is that the one? I can't remember what song they played by him. Yeah, of course. It's got to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's about hell. I think that's about going to the circus, right? I don't know. But Ring of Fire, I don't, I imagine that in here, the reason they're playing for it is because there's a lot of burning and fire references and, and, and visuals. And that burning is a big part of this movie because come to find out this town in a sepia tone flashback, they burn alive a young girl that has been born out of wedlock. I sang a Johnny um, Cash song in in the early uh, 2000s, late 90s. You did? Yep. I need tickets to see Rain of Fire. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Christian Bale. Gerard. Conaghy. Gerard. Who was the lady in that? Isabella Skorupko! <laughs> Poor Isabella, man. That's kind of her last ditch. Like, that was her last big movie i imagine do you think it was her name that it was just so hard to say like Skorupko? it is like, a know, delight to say her name i love it i love her last name but it's tough it's tough for the public to say her name it's not like isabella smith it's Skorupko in here yeah sounds like a, t- a, d- a tough detective you know we get we think about the kind of names people are perfectly happy to embrace that are difficult right like uh, like Olga Kurylenko, you know, Moff yeah, to Jared, top, you know, top of the casting list. These these two, <laughs> Moff to Jared, yeah, Moff to Jared. Uh, I'm trying to get people with hard consonants. Mads Mikkelsen, Alexandra Skarsgård, Joe Bell. <laughs> so anyway, the movie uh, about, this- uh, a movie about to get good though. Movie about to get good. This cop does catch up to her. That's after. Okay, go ahead. You you go through this part. That's after the burning babies. That's true. Yeah, she does. She does look for a kid and see some burning babies, and that troubles her. She don't like it. She has some people that are like been tortured to death. It looks like hanging on walls. It gets it gets weird real quick for Rada, and she doesn't like what she sees, and she's extra worried about her kid being alone in there. Yeah. So before she goes back to her car, this is this mm-hmm. is some stuff that. So she goes downstairs. She does some fire acting. She does some more. She's also you know gathering some steam, moving around the map, and mm-hmm. she encounters these burning babies, right? <laughs> Which yep. are burning yep. from within, and they're creepy, and they're all identical, and it's it's a neat scene. It's where my daughter started to perk up when we were watching, and then mm-hmm. she 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 gets away from them. She's like, you know, they 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 dissolve, and it's of course, and we see what happens is when when Silent Hill turns on and off, like when basically when she reaches that, you know, it basically goes back to daytime or whatever, and the things go away. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where she reaches the end of the map. And then she has to turn around. It is so video game because she comes up to a point where she can't proceed any further. Yeah, the the, the town is the road has been like, like on what, both sides, earthquake. on both sides. Yeah. yeah. So she's mm-hmm. and that's when she goes back on her way towards uh, Lori Holden. But the cool thing is it cuts away to Sean Bean. And he's he's that's deep. the cool thing. It's not the cool. Well, thing. I thought you'd appreciate the homage to the boy. At the gas station, he stops at Brahms. Yeah, of course I did. You think I didn't write that down? Of course I did. And I think, but Lori Holden, like she doesn't pronounce it Brahms. Brahms, she, how she's like Brahms or Brahms. something Brahms. like that. Yeah, Brahms, Brahms or something. Yeah, and that's where she's the she's a cop from motorcycle cop. Yeah, looking um, exactly like the T two. Yeah, so she bumps into old. That's when she bumps into Roger Mitchell, and uh, handcuffs her ass. You, so is that what we're? Is this, this is the problem that we're having trouble? You call her Raja, and I call her Rada. Is that what's is that what I'm hearing? I'm sure it's Rada. But you call her Raja, because that's why I thought you said Roger at the beginning, and I didn't know you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Roger Avery, who co-wrote this movie. No, 
How's it spelled? Okay, How's your name spelled? R A D H A. So that's obviously Raja. I don't. I you could be. No, it's, it's just I think. Yeah, I don't like Radha. I don't. I don't like that H. That H gets me out. If there's no H, the H is silent, right? You don't say Radha. You say Radha. No, the hill is silent. <laughs> um, I'm gonna continue yeah, to call her the, weird shit. Yeah, and she'll she'll call Sean Bean to like tell him what's going on, but it's it's cutting out. He doesn't really. He gets half the message. He gets weird. He gets weird, fuzzy voicemail message, or when he picks up, he's hearing static. Mm-hmm. Uh, and come to find out, it's because basically Rada's calling him from like a different dimension, right? You know, she's not on the same plane. She's not on the Sean Sean Bean plane. And and it's you know, she's so video this. game. And, um, and Sean's like, I miss your dual shocks. Sean Bean. So then he heads to Silent Hill. He's mad. He's grumpy. He has to take off work. Where he works in a very pretty building. You don't know what he does. Yes, he, he's. And then he. I think he's. I thought, what? I thought we didn't. Please know, tell I thought me. We know what he did. I don't think so. Uh, looks like we need to watch it again. I don't think it matters, but if we do know, I forgot. And he's a lawyer slash candy maker. Okay. And then he heads to uh, Silent Hill, and he encounters the best, uh, like the the bridge that we just saw taken out. That we that there's no more on on um, Rod and Mitchell's side. It's still there on Sean Bean's in Sean Bean's reality, and he meets Kim Coates, who is a. Uh, a local policeman looking for Lori Holden, his, his, uh, his, not his partner, but somebody he works with. You notice that they don't, they don't show Kim Coates's face for the first scene. He's always like facing away from us. You notice that? I don't know if that was intentional, but we don't get to see him full on until a later scene. Whenever Sean Bean is walking up, he certainly has his back to us and he does the, you know, cause I think Christoph Gans is teasing us. We all want to see Kim Coates. That's true. We heard he's in it. Could this be him under this umbrella? And then we, when he slow-mo twirls around, it is him, and the crowd goes wild. Yep. Kim Coates playing a kind of a good guy in this and doesn't ever get to play a good guy very much. Um, is he a good guy in this? And survives this movie, which is a rare thing for him. Yeah, he is kind of good. He's He, he definitely tried to help. He's part of, a, he's the, part of a conspiracy, though. He's part of a cover-up. He's part of a cover-up because he doesn't know what to say about it, but he definitely tried to he tried to help when the town burned alive a young girl to almost death. He rescues her and puts her in the the burn unit, Mm -hmm. and then she absolutely gets possessed by some kind of devil or some kind of demon in the burn unit, and things get super weird for the town. She gets revenge, and and Um, as you guys know, November is burn month, so (laughs) it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it cuts back to our two ladies who are Lori Holden has handcuffed Rada oh, yeah. and she is she's hysteric. The thing that blew my mind, and granted, once again, she's in a video game, things are weird, but maybe mm. mention the army of burning babies to this policeman. I don't think she believes what she saw. I think at this point she stepped into the darkness, saw some burning babes, and was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just hallucinating stuff because she it definitely was a weird, quick thing. Now she's back to sort of reality sees this cop that the night before chased her and you know maybe she's just thinking she's going a little bit nutty Um, i'm gonna tell you flat out when you're up against the wall maybe you pull the burning baby's card out (laughs) good advice here's the thing before she was handcuffed had the forethought ronda mitchell to hang her cell phone from a lanyard around her neck that i thought was very weird She's running around this whole movie with this with a cell phone hanging from her neck. That is not a look I've ever seen anybody pull off in real life. But in Silent Hill, it is of the fashion, apparently. You know who saw it and started getting the cold sweats? 
Hmm. Flavor Flav. So. <laughs> it's upgrade time. Yeah. Flip phone hell. We're in flip phone hell in this movie, too, which I love. I don't even think it's a flip phone. I think she just got a phone that doesn't, that's got one well, of those. Well, Sean Bean's got a flip for sure. I don't think she does. I right. think she's just got a solid Sony Ericsson or something that she, I think the one game on there is, what's Snake. the worm game? Snake. Yeah. Well, it's got two, ga- man, it's got two games. The- it's got Snake and it's got Silent Hill. <laughs> she's, got, she's hanging it from her neck, which is very odd, Nick. And not, does not distract the monsters. No, it does not throw those monsters for a loop. And how did you feel about the proliferation of Bible quotes throughout town? Wasn't enjoying it necessarily, but that's definitely also a staple. Just like children's drawings, illustrations, you know, random Bible quotes throughout that somewhat relate to the plot. You know, you can and, you know, there's a religious, certainly a religious aspect to this plot line. And the bad guys here, the townsfolk that went absolutely fucking nuts because this little girl was born out of wedlock. I guess that's what I can't remember exactly why they're mad. I think that's it. They're they're Bible thumpers, right? I didn't realize I got some food in my beard. It was a Bible quote. I saw that in one of the quotes. No? <laughs> video game, video game, blah, blah, blah. Colin in the bathroom. We see Colin, the defeated guy in the bathroom. That was cool. Oh, with the barbed wire all up yeah, in him? Yeah, and he comes creeping out. That's Oh, with his, with his feet up uh, over his... That guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you know his name's Colin? That's what his name tag... He's made it his up. His name tag said Colin. Is that on WikiFeet? Oh man, it should be Kim Coates. We uh, before we leave him on the bridge, he does say to Sean Bean. He says, "We're gonna get our asses up to Silent Hill and have a look around." He he says that line, which I liked, but before that, he says a line that I love that I've used before. Sean Bean's rambling about his wife, and Kim Coates stops him by saying, "Hold your horses." I love it. Which is the best. It's the best thing to say to somebody that is going on and on. Hold your horses. Yeah, of course. And you know, Sean Bean has worked with horses. Yeah, Sharp, Sharp, Zoom. Sharp's Rifles, the whole Sharp series is horsing around. Is he? Is he in the ring? The remake? He might yeah. have been. I know Martin Donna, I mean, uh, I know our boy gets, uh, Martin Henderson is in it. But... Oh yeah, he doesn't make it. Sean Bean might have been in that, and the thing about that movie, so much horse damage. We've talked about it before. There's yeah. so much horse damage in there. Well, movie. I know there yeah. is one horse damage. It's enough. I think there's more than one. There's 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 lots of horse damage. That, Am I wrong? That was a golden era for horse damage. Am though. I imagining horse damage in the ring? There's only one. It could the, be. The, the boat, the boat, the ferry boat, horse damage. But you think about that. The cell had the ultimate horse damage right around the same time. Yeah, the vivisection, right? Yeah. And then, uh, I, I don't mean to, you know, and Vincent D'Onofrio on the set of the cell... <sighs> When craft services came out, he did some hors d'oeuvres damages, man, because he fat. He did. He put on weight for that one. He's, he fluctuates. He put on weight for that one. You're so sweet. <laughs> he fluctuates. He's been thin before. Yeah, and he's thin now. He looks great, but I'm saying, you know, they hired him for the kingpin because he's a sweetie. Vincent, I can't get enough of him. You know what I'm saying? By the I way, by the way, what a charming mm-hmm. guy and what mm-hmm. a great career. And right. he is very active on your favorite social media platform. He is, and he's positive on Twitter, typically, I believe. Yeah, right? Yep, and Pretty positive. very good. Very good man. Also, former father-in-law to Sean Penn, I believe. Am I right? What? I believe Sean Penn married his daughter. Am I wrong? And they recently got divorced. Am I wrong about this? Let's go to the wiki. Sean Penn... And you know he's married. You know, so he's married. He was married to. I don't know, Lila. I don't Lila know George. Why would I know? Listen to this. You're. It's gonna blow your mind. 
Sean Penn, married to, I, I think her name's Lila George, okay? Her last name is D'Onofrio, the, the daughter of Vincent D'Onofrio and Greta Skaki, Nick. God damn it. Did Sean Penn stay Sean, with her? Sean Penn was married to this woman from 2020 to 2021. They did not make it, got married during COVID, did not make it through COVID. I just like to drop a little truth here. You know, I keep up with Sean Penn's love life. I'm rooting for him. Sean Bean <laughs> and his daughter. <laughs> Do me a favor. Hop on to the old Alta Vista and see. Type in, did Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter, was she able to attend Chris Penn's funeral? Look it up. Dig it out. I don't, I don't understand what. Did Vince, does Vincent D'Onofrio have any autographed Michael Penn records? Look it out. Look it out. Look it out. I, you know, Michael Penn seems to be the one, the, the kind of the good, the, an, the angelic brother to Sean Penn's devilish brother. Uh, um, Sean Penn's fantastic. I, I, look, I didn't say I didn't like his performances. Did I say it? Michael Penn married to my, my favorite, right? Amy Mann. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two talents, two wild talents joined together. Um, and they also know, Chris, collaborate with one John Bryan a good bit, too, and he's fantastic. They do, who's also amazing. I think Michael Penn more, more or less concentrates on movie soundtracks these days, though, right? Am I right? No. Anyway, Amy Mann doesn't. She keeps going. She's got a new album coming out. She's a kid. Anyway, so we are not getting through this movie. We're I feel like we're Silent Hilling can through we, Silent Hill. Let's get to the cutest thing in the movie. You know what I'm talking about, right? What's What's adorable in this movie? What's adorable in here? Yeah. I didn't I didn't I can't believe it's adorable, but by golly the bugs. Yes. They're little faces. <laughs> they're that's a really cool design, I have to say. I was surprised. They have the did you see that one shot where their face is so cute? Yeah, before uh before Lori Holden steps on it and smashes the pieces, it, it did look quite human like and it looked like please don't step on me. Yeah. It had that expression yeah. and she doesn't heed uh the look. Here's the thing those bugs are going haywire on some randoms that they run past. Yep. And the bugs are swarming. And then the bugs are chasing Rhonda Mitchell and Lori Holden pulls her into a room to save her. Unfortunately, that's when Pyramid Head shows up for the second time, I believe. Well, we see him in a, in a moment and then he he's aggressive in this scene. He got a large sword that he's stabbing through this door that they barricaded and it's not working. So their barricade is falling apart. It looks like he traipsed over from Battle Arena to Shinden with that sword. It's huge. And they're almost getting killed and they have no way out. And it's a very stressful scene because they don't understand a thing that's happening because all this is weird. (laughs) They got bugs that look like humans and the bugs start crawling in through the sword hole slang and they look like they're doomed. But but the clock strikes 1113 or whatever, and everything starts going to act. Yeah, the the funny thing is there is so much CG in this movie and most of it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. That sword coming through the wall, maybe not some of the best CG in the movie. Right. Pretty impressive world building as far as the the, the aesthetic of this thing. I, you could say a lot about this film negatively, I guess. I kind of like it. The uh, the look and the use of sound. And I mean, I don't think I appreciated how well they did the first time I saw this movie. They did a good job with this. So I agree with you. I like to me, I would have liked to care more about the story a little bit. I think that's kind of the weakest part of this, but the whole design of everything, um, it really takes center stage, you know, and, and the tone of it. And it's just, it is kind of interesting to watch. Like it's, like I said, I wish, I wish that maybe they had worked a little harder on the story, but they kind of get away with some of it because it's such a weird 
there's so much weird things going on. Well, and, so many weird things. And it escalates. On. And unfortunately, and the tone really makes up. You know, they, they do a good job of the tone. Yeah, anyway, go it ahead. does. It escalates too. Like, mm-hmm. and I think where it loses its way a little bit, it gets really expository towards the end. Right. And they introduce this annoying character called Anna. She's not Anna. She's not annoying for too long. She's got a weird mouth. She gets the worst. She gets the worst death. She gets the best death. I couldn't believe her death, actually. I forgot about it. And it was like, this is the most memorable part now of the film to me. I couldn't believe By it. By far the best. And I cannot believe it didn't register before. Did you remember yeah, it? Yeah, I remembered it, but I, I don't remember. And it's a bad effect, but it's such a wet. Oh, it's amazing. Br- no, it's not a bad and, effect. And, I think it's great. Okay, well, and I. Oh, well, here's the thing. And Anna Here, sucks. Thing. It's so good to see her lose. So they they were, you know, Lori Holden and. Um, Brian Mitchell, Rosen. What was Laura Holden's character's name? I can't the remember. T, but the T one thousand. They're teamed up, and now they're going through this universe. They're like, "Oh man, this we're in, you know, a sucky place. This is horrible. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's a nightmare." And um, they come across. Well, first of all, we didn't even mention that Rodney Mitchell had already come across Deborah Kerr Unger's character, who's this kind of bag lady character, She's looking like a witch from a like a Korean movie, and she's also. Uh, had lost a daughter, but she's very strange. And then later they come across this woman named Anna who is uh, throwing rocks. She like threw a rock at Deborah Kerr Unger's character. Like she doesn't like her. And so then now these three women minus Deborah Kerr Unger, but they, they kind of are, they do the video game thing. They start searching through drawers. They got to get into a hotel, a hotel room, a specifically numbered hotel room, which does all that exist. stuff's happening. And then Anna, of course, is like, well, it does exist. It's behind a painting, of course, right? But anyway, it doesn't matter because Anna said, we got to get to the church because the the sound's blaring and we can't be out here when it's dark because bad things are happening. She mentions, she the, mentions the first burning, which I thought was cute. As if yeah, she says a, stuff that... As if that's a, she, she, like a, just a well-known period in time we all know about. She keeps saying stuff like the elders of my elder, which elders of my elders, which you could just say old people. You know, you don't have to. We get it. You don't have to say it cool. And uh, she they make a break for the church uh, as the darkness is creeping up behind them. And Anna gets distracted. They there's a huge crowd. All of a sudden, all these people are running to the church. Anna sees her most hated person, which is Deborah Kerr Unger, and starts throwing rocks at her again. And Vin Diesel's like, can you throw one of those towards my next movie? (laughs) So anyway, as she's doing this, she doesn't see that this pyramid head guys creeps up behind her and it will pour Anna um, distracted by hate. And uh, what happens? You describe it. Well, I'm just going to say he picks her up mm-hmm. and then he rips her skin off and throws it against the wall. You missed the first part. He first rips her clothes off. He does. He rips her clothes off in one fell swoop. And you're like, well, that's fine. I mean, that's a weird image, but at least, you know, I, I imagine he's going to now stab her with the big sword. He decides not to do that. Yeah. And what's he doing instead? He grabs a hold of her chest area, yeah. scrunches it, and pulls her her entire skin off and flings it at the church door. Right. Is, is that what you said? Yeah. It's super gross. <laughs> it's wet. And shocking, uh, especially to Anna, I imagine. Yeah. You know, she is, she's already dead. Like, we'll put it that way. She already has died. Like all the people in town in this world are already dead. Right. Uh, they've been, I think it's true, right? They are part of the, part of the revenge thing that's yeah. happening here. Yeah. I can't know. It's not entirely smart. Well, I think you really have to pay, you know, I'm sure there's super fans of this movie that totally get it. Whatever's happening here, these town people are still, they're still pissed and they're still dangerous, but I think they're already dead. Yeah. They just get to die twice. Yeah. 
Dermis Mulroney, right? Those are Dermis, oh, man. man. Gone. Yeah. And then, yeah, that 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 Red Pyramid guy, he's a, big, he's a big deal. He's become a big deal. He's kind of a big icon. And my daughter knew who he was when she saw him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely the star of the Silent Hill series. Like everybody always. But she didn't even she didn't know him from Silent Hill. He has crossed over into oh yeah, just the, the art world and stuff like that. Of course, yeah, and it's a cool figure. Okay, I wonder if he has a name, like an actual. Well, apparently, somebody mentioned on one of our social media things. Apparently, I, I called him something on one of the episodes. I don't remember how, but it happened. Maybe it was from an old kit. No, and oh, then I think I kind of then it gets into this stupid witch bullshit, and this is where this is where I start to get angry. She finds so we do find out Rhonda Mitchell has adopted her daughter, and this is what Sean Bean's investigating. There's some kind of weird thing that happened where they adopt this daughter. The baby comes from Silent Hill, and so they, that's happening. So they're connected to you know she's connected to this town, and there's this other what's her, what's the other, what's the little girl's name? Anna Sharon. Anna no the other the other girl from town that got burned alive. Oh, I'm, I'm tired of her too. Well, she's the same actress. I know, I'm tired of her name. Yeah, something a Anna Alessa. Alessa, yeah, Alessa. And then there's a so she's all burnt to a crystal, and then there's this demonic version of her that's running around town that Rodham Mitchell's been chasing, I believe. All sorts of things are converging and weirdness is happening. What can ha- what can happen? There we're careening toward we get some flashbacks of this burning. We're getting we're getting towards the end here. All the people in the church, um, they want both Rodham Mitchell and Lori Holden dead. Because they are, they've identified them as witches, as heathens, yep. and they want to burn them up. Lori Holden saves Rada Mitchell by pushing her into an elevator that goes down real fast into hell, real fast. And then she gets pummeled by these like mask wearing, I don't know, automata. I know Alice Creed's henchman. And anyway, she gets pummeled. I was so sad because I thought she got beat to death. She doesn't. She just gets knocked asunder and then tied to that ladder, like I said, and then she's burned to death, which sucks. Because like I said, I liked her character. Meanwhile, poor old Rhonda Mitchell, who's super confused, <laughs> uh, confronts this demonic form, like sees this demonic form, and kind of ingests her. Like the girl goes into her, mm-hmm. and she's hugging her, mm-hmm. and then then they become one. And that she, what happens is that girl's Trojan horse, <laughs> Trojan horsing Rhonda Mitchell to get into the church, yeah. so she can barbed wire everybody to death. She, Am I making sense? Then? Yeah, she's doing a little. She's specific rimming in there, you know. Man. She is in the drift using and we missed it. We didn't talk about these like these sexy nurses with no faces that are that, that that's a famous um, scene attracted that's to a light. famous scene, yeah. but it is so quick and so forgettable. They buried the lead a little bit like they should have mm-hmm. focused on the skin toss and the nurse has been like a neat little afterthought. You know, the one thing I wanted to know, and I don't know if you the, if you heard the, the video game pitch for this before the movie. No, the producers of Silent Hill said like they were pitching in the game to whoever made it. And they're like, uh, all right, you play a character who walks through weird shit. That's could be connected. And their one question was, will there be rusted out shopping carts and old strollers? Yeah. And they're like, hell yeah. There are so, there's so many, like there's so much, there's like a lot of turned over metal in this movie. Yeah. I saw the old strollers open up for uh, the black flag once. <laughs> was there ever an upright stroller or shopping cart in this? It always has to be laying uh, outside, right? I like when you ask me obviously redundant questions. 
By the way, Sean Bean wearing a weird shirt in this movie. You notice that weird shirt? I did it. This is a huge zoom. This is what our show's about. Let's talk. He, let's talk he is weird shirting throughout this movie. It's got mm-hmm. it's got a fucked up collar. It doesn't know if it's a sweater or if it's a shirt oh, or if it's what. I think it's his coat. I think his coat has the crazy collar. Super designer. Yeah, it's nice looking. But it's not because it's because oh, it's it. dumb. I like a hidden. I like a little hidden flavor in a coat. Let's you pop the collar and it gets weird. That's that's super. While nice. we're on the subject of uh, fashion, how about Alice Creech's mm-hmm. hair in this? She's got wild hair. I haven't seen that much teasing since we uh, hacked into Farmers Only. Read the DMs, man. Oh man, I try to work on a Farmers Only joke on Twitter. I couldn't do it, so I'm gonna lay it out for you. Maybe you can workshop it with me. Is that can we do that real quick? You can edit this part. How about this? Just a picture mm-hmm. of Owen and Baru, and had it say Moisture Farmers Only. No, I was worried. This is how I was saying. I was going to say I was wor- I was reading through a book on uh, Benjamin Franklin. And what was his wife's name? Do you remember? Is it Deborah or something? I can't remember. But this I didn't know he met his wife on Framers Only. That was my joke. What? And I could not make. You couldn't say Farmer's what? Almanac only? No, I like Framers Only. <laughs> I thought it was going to be such a good one. And I, I sat there on Twitter trying to reword it. And I realized that, first of all, 49 years old <laughs> and that's not much of a joke maybe we got some listeners laughing right now right and i was wrong yeah you think so yeah i, I sent that joke right to silent hill i was like fuck it you know anyway so the, this is kind of where we're getting some flashbacks we're getting the stories filled out but we do find out that the town's business is burning kids nick that's the business they're, they're in and business is good yeah businesses you don't know talk yeah, about kids are like wood they're getting torched out she actually the kid after you notice this the kid that the burning kid it's a good look on her it is she got burnt to a crisp in a great way yeah it hurts but she's looking stylish she's got you know obviously black all over but got the orange kind of like lava lines in her skin mm-hmm. i was impressed yeah so anyway rada goes to the church and get she starts you, speaking you truth. Know, is, do you see that that scene they cut out is on the special features they cut out a scene they ostracized <laughs> They ostracized. These people gave birth to a child and they ostracized, kicked the thing, kicked the kid out of town. The doctor comes up to the parents and says, I'm sorry, your your daughter is retardant. <sighs> I love, I, I, I'm so happy with my, with my, uh, <laughs> how long have we been friends? As you're setting up the joke, I'm like, really? Did that happen? Really? You know, it's fun. So, oh, really? I'm watching. I do that the whole time. Every time. I'm watching the, uh, the all these scenes with these villagers and everybody's all. And I'm like, how the fuck is Amanda Plummer not in this movie? <laughs> I'm going to spit out water. <laughs> so true. <laughs> She not available? How? I mean, so anyway, Rada comes into this church. She starts spitting truth, and she's getting punched. I I wrote in Rada getting punched with an exclamation mark. You are so right. She's like, "You're dead. You did this horrible thing. You've been listening to a maniac played by Alice Creege, who was in Ghost Story, and you know she's saying these truths. Town people are not having it. They're like they keep punching her, and then." Alice Creech has enough, and she stabs Rodham Mitchell. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You can't do that in this. You can't do this, that when a ghost is in her, when this demonic child is in her. Because when you stab her, that blood comes out in a demonic way and tro- out of the Trojan horse. And, and, and Alice Creech is and, like, what? what and I got to tell you, you I remember none of, the la- of, the, of this climax. Of course not. And 
No, I kind of remember the barbecue. I remember none of it, and I was like, holy shit, this escalated. It's insane. It's insane. It it is insane. And so then, so she gets stabbed. Alex Kreej says to um, Rodney Mitchell, goes, what have you done? And Rodney Mitchell is like, I have no fucking clue what I did. I have, what, what is even happening since I set toe into this place? Right. She's like, I guess a demon is leaking from my wound. I think that's what we're doing here. And then I think it's going to become a, a ghost uh, of a, of a child on a bed with barbed wire coming from it. And the barbed wire is going to kill all sorts Does of that, people. Alice Creed in particular, she gets, gets evil dead it a little bit. She gets barbed wire up the kazoo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holy. Yeah, she gets. I was shocked. Holy creesh. Yeah. She gets. Uh, she gets. Yeah. yeah, she gets. Oh, man. She gets something. Yeah, she gets. She gets uh, zipped. Yeah, they go right into the Borg hive, for God's sakes. And then she's like, what I liked about her attitude, and I will say this at the end, as she's hanging there with barbed wire. Um, everywhere. You know, everywhere in her legs and arms, and then up, up through and through her mouth. She's still thinking, and I, you know, you could see in her eyes, I could survive this. This, this could, ha- this could happen. I could still make mm-hmm. it. You know, this is this isn't the worst thing. And then she gets super ripped apart, a la Hellraiser. Yeah. And then her henchman gets crushed and zipped and zapped by barbed wire too. Yeah, that is a pretty impressive uh, amount of torture that happens in that sequence. Yeah, people are getting rocked by that barbed wire, and what and, you know is barbed wire. And did you know that one of the names for barbed wire is um. And barbed wire, I think, is the devil's rope. Nice. Have you ever heard that before? I haven't. And there's a scene earlier in the movie where Kim Coates is hugging this burnt child. And, That's what I'm and saying. now he she was, is he, exacting sweet revenge. He rescues her from, from when the town burned her. Like, that's the thing. Kim Coates was on the... He's trying to keep people away from the town. That's kind of his main job now. At one point, he was a town policeman. And he had tried to help. Like, he wasn't... Not everybody was swept up into this cult. Kim Coates among them. And Deborah Karanger. You ain't them. kidding. And Kim Coates got burnt hands. We didn't see. We didn't even talk about his little poor little paws. He, as he was rescuing the child, he got his his palms went all scarred up because he touched a hot. Yep. What was the barbed wire budget on this, by the way? You think? More than the Pam Anderson movie. It was great. It, that was another time. That was like right around the same time as Ghost Ship, which had another mm. death, uh, a lot of death from wires. Yeah, everybody's dancing on the ship, and all of a sudden these wires went nuts and cut everybody in great half. Great scene, yeah. The only good scene in that movie. Mm, how dare so, you. So it goes fucking nuts. Of course, they they they, they have to end it with some creep with some creep. Although it's a very strange ending, because you know, obviously this whole time Bean is living in one side of the of the universe and Rada and uh, and the little girl are on the other side, and they never the twain shall meet again. And so they return so home you, and it's fucking weird. So what you find out is Sean Bean has been arrested by Kim Coates at one point because he's been snooping around and you shouldn't be. And then he tucks tail and runs home. Like you find out that he just went back a failure and is just hanging out in his immaculate pad, barefoot, sleeping barefoot on the couch. On the couch. Yeah. And then Ron Mitchell and the kid come home and you think they're going to you know, rejoin together as a family unit. Unfortunately, there's two different colors, very stylistically different. Sean beans in the brightly colored world and Ron Mitchell still in this kind of like dreamlike world. And they, they, even though they're in the same place, in the same room, same house, John Bean can't see his daughter. He can't see his wife. He can only smell them and sense their presence. Right. And Rhonda Mitchell's like, fine by me. She doesn't even look like she's thrown. Right. She's like, oh, this is my new rally? Great. Not even our real kid anyway. Fuck it. You know? 
Did you know that the mother is the god, is a god in the child, uh, child's eyes, Nick? That's cool. That's why they say Deborah Karanger was protected from everybody else's in jeopardy, but her because her daughter, the demon, still kind of recognized. Can we call her DKU? Yeah, as her mommy. Yeah, I love I love their Deborah Karanger. I do too. Is she is she still killing it? I, you know, I keep going to people's socials. I wonder if she's on there on Instagram. It's your turn. Why does it say? Deborah Kerr Unger, Don Johnson, that pops up first. Please tell me they're not together ever. No, he don't, doesn't Don Johnson still with Melly Griffith? Am I wrong? There is no way they're still making it count. I think they're still on it. Melly Griffith sucks. No, you're right. Why would I say that? Because I'm saying Melly Griffith with Antonio Banderas. So what am I talking about? Who's Don Who's Don Johnson with? Is he with Deborah Kerr Unger? No, we're lucky. We dodged. Dodge. I think we dodge it. She keeps her cards pretty close to the chest. There is no goss for her. No goss for her. She keeps it real close to the tight. She's not that much older than us. Oh my gosh. You want to hear some fucking super deep cut, man. You know what her parents did? Other other what? than screw to perfection. Her uh one of her mom was a nuclear disposal specialist. Her dad, gyno. Interesting, yeah. interesting combo, interesting couple there. Yeah, one uh, one of them one of them gets rid of bombs, and the other one gets rid of bombs. <laughs> yeah, I like her name, Deborah Kerr Unger. Wonder if she went wanted to be a Canadian actress. I yes. believe, am I yeah. right? Wonder if she ever just tried to go by Deborah Unger, and they're like, uh, uh-uh. so she had to throw the Kara in there. That's a good name, Deborah Kerr Unger. I like it. One, two, she's she's three. not she's not in there anymore. Don Johnson, you want to? This is fucking nuts. He's got a mysterious Wikipedia page. His mo- he's he's currently with Patty Darbinville. Well, he was in oh, in, the, in the eighties. The, the rock groupie, right? Well, and, and an actress. He's with he's with Kelly, Kelly Flegger now, but he was with Melanie Griffith twice. They were married, but th- uh-huh. before that, there were two unknown spouses. That's what it's called. Unknown spouse and then another unknown spouse. Johnson, man, keeping it my t- keeping it weird. My uh, MacBook just I said, "Are you serious?" and and it said to me, "I'm always serious." It just said that to me. What a nightmare! I'm living in a nightmare. I'm living in Silent Hill. Look, you're in the dark side. You're in the light side. Either side, there's a tattoo shop. There's a tattoo shop in this. It's part of that restaurant that I was talking about. The restaurant, right? Did you notice I that? Didn't. They did tattoos and piercings there. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Does does piercing in uh, Mamma Mia? Um. <laughs> so you got to get your body adorned with the ink of the flesh from Konami's magic movie. What you getting? There, people do probably have tattoos from this movie. Oh, there's definitely. I mean, you, you, there's no denying pyramid heads on somebody's nut. You know, somebody. I mean, honestly, anybody that has barbed wire around their bicep, bicep is. Is probably it's a it's an unknown tribute by them to this movie. I'm looking on Wikipedia now, and there's a is a is a this cult of uh, tattoo people called Creech Crowns, and they get they shave their heads and they get Creech tattooed on, it, and then they grow the hair back. Got a Creech crown, yeah. Hashtag hashtag Creech crown. <laughs> Wasn't he the guy in Moby Dick? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that you could. A lot of beauty in this movie that you could get tattooed on you. I'm trying to think of what would be what would be the greatest. What what about you? I've got on the back of my thigh just a really nice rendering of Coates hugging the burnt. 
Okay. Yeah, hugging the burnt. And honestly, I think what I might have is um, I'd make it look so it it look almost glorious. You know, it'd be like in that mm-hmm. style. Like, uh, remember, you know those like those paintings of Jesus where it's just really golden and angelic mm-hmm. and really pretty. That's what I. It, Coates would look like that. He'd have that really beautiful like glowing light on him. Hug, hug, sure, hugging yeah. this charred ass asshole. Be the child. Yeah, yeah. So that's what some people call. It. Yeah. Yeah, I would get uh, a vivid image from this movie that I don't think most people can get out of their minds after they see this. I'd get a hot scotch board that on the top says heaven and then the bottom says hell. Yeah, I saw that. And then you were like, Justin, that sounds boring. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I'd get Rodda Mitchell's boots, empty boots, like, you know, also tattooed at the start of it. She does wear boots in this, by the way. I'm going to zoom in because mm-hmm. she tucks a knife into him. That's how I remember that she's wearing boots. Yep. And she, mm-hmm. and of course, I'm to be trivia told us she didn't wash her clothes ever. Oh, no, she didn't wash her hair throughout the whole shoot. And the clothes. Yeah. Well, the clothes, apparently, they changed the color of her clothes subtly throughout the whole film. Yeah. I thought it was a. Which just seems like a mistake. It seems like it, you don't have to go to that effort. No one will notice. But mm-hmm. I like that she, the fact that she didn't wash her hair. And the director's like, you can wash it. That's fine. And she's like, oh. He's like, please, you know, <laughs> please do it. Please wash it. Um, yeah. She went. And this shoot was, you know, they shot this movie for eight, 18 months. One of those bugs crawled in there. Yeah, she didn't wash her hair. Zoom in. So go ahead. What's, what's, what's the well, next? Well, I mean, look, the film's ended. Where did I put the, the, my tattoo on my back? I, I can't. I where did you put yours? Back in your of leg? my thigh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, put, I'll put mine in the back of my thigh, too. Great. Multiverse of backs and thighs. The uh, movie's over. It's a little, little post credit stinger for you there though did it end <laughs> is it are we still watching it maybe we never stopped watching it since we saw it i i, I ain't sad you could live in there i mean what if you could pick any movie to landscape to live in that would be this one i imagine yeah no it's literally the only music was country music no mine's easy sean being at his house man he's got that awful serious look on his face he's he's mm. angsty throughout this movie and he's at his computer, yes. and you know he's he, there's there's some funny rudimentary search engine things that mm-hmm. happen early in the film when he's trying to f- learn more about Silent Hill. So there's just some old school HTML that we get to look at, which is great. So he's on his laptop. Mm-hmm. He, he, laptop. He's got this serious look on his face. He's got his face illuminated by the incandescence of the screen, and it's just like he's consternation and all that. And he's you know re- deep into it. The camera pulls around, and he is clicking. He's submitting his new profile for Adult Friend Finder. <laughs> the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> like it is immediately. He's looking. He's shopping around for a new a new lady. It's not even been twenty four hours. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so my deleted scene is you go. You're back in the church. You got the barbed wire entity who's destroyed everybody, and you got a smoldering Lori Holden on the ladder. Mm-hmm. And the, you see this barbed wire inching towards her, and she's like barely still alive. And you're like, oh, fucking, what are they going to do? She's going to get killed three times in this movie? No, I mean, I don't. And then you notice that on one of the bamboo tines, I don't know what are those things, or um, bamboo, barbed wire tines, whatever it is, there's a little, um, you know, a little, uh, uh, neosporin. What do they call those? Tube of neosporin. 
Yeah. You now you saw my joke. <laughs> and uh starts applying with Barbar Neosporin to her beautiful skin or well her damaged skin. And then another other tines of barbar. I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. A little little band-aids. Silent Hill themed band-aids. <laughs> the characters from Silent Hill on them. Looking a little Anakin in this movie. She had a bad day, by the way. Yeah. She could have called in sick that day and avoided all this. But stacked. stacked. <laughs> like how you said. <laughs> like how you. She's stacked? <laughs> Super stacked. What are you kidding? What were you noticing? You were just looking at no, I'm, Chester. No, no, what I, no. What I was noticing is Christoph Gans. And it's the same mm-hmm. with Brotherhood of the Wolf. He is a cleavage machine. That's what he yeah, likes. Yeah. Big time. I didn't really notice it, and I did notice it in Brotherhood and the Wolf because he had a wolf because he had Belushi, Belushi. Yeah, but he also had Emily DeRaven. Like they were all like all the women were so. Is Emily DeRaven from Lost? Maybe maybe I got the that's different. I got a different. That's not the right name. You're right. That is from Lost. The girl has a name sort of like that French girl, but he loves. Man, he is. Yeah, he likes it. So you have been tasked with doing a sequel to Silent Hill. Escrow has. Come undone and landed in the in the loot stack. They did do a sequel starring Adelaide Clemens, by the way, okay. and Kit Harrington, star of Eternals. Mm-hmm. Was it good? I like him. And the other guy from Game of Thrones is in Richard it too. Richard Madden and the composer. And how was Richard Madden? He's all right. All right, Pyramid Head is stumbling around Silent Hill. You know, they, he lost the he lost the battle. Didn't lose the war necessarily. Mm-mm. But he trips and he falls right as the uh, daylight thing happens. And uh-oh, uh-oh, he's crossed over. He's in the real world now, Pyramid Head. <laughs> and he is at a, out of water. at a loss. Yeah, so he's walking around like, oh, fuck. You know, giant sword. Mm-hmm. But he just, he's powerless. He's like, his, his, what his, all his sex appeal, all of his coolness is left behind. So he has mm-hmm. to start from scratch. So he walks into the, the nearby town and he gets a job as a, a sacker over at the fresh market. He is eating mm. a, a huge bite of humble pie right now. Pyramid head is bagging groceries, you know, dragging, dragging that sword behind him out to the car, hoping for a tip, often not getting a tip from these people. That's where yeah, he's like apron and a ball cap <laughs> all the way at the tip top. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor of guy. course, you know, lowest man on the totem. Somebody puked and shit on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> Pyramid head, mop it out. Pyramid head is, he, yeah. He goes by Pyramid head, I, yeah, I guess. Actually, on his name tag, mm-hmm. yeah, it says Pyramid H. Oh well. What about you? I took my idea. <laughs> Not the one they made. People are fans of that one too, though, right? There's no fucking way. That was an awful movie. Who, who was the who was the guy who made it? Not him. I'm not familiar with the name. They could have called this Silent Running, this movie. God damn, I'm trying to stall. I, I don't have really good any good sequel. Michael ideas. J. Bassett. Um, oh, still, wait, no, he working? is good. He did Solomon Kane. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. It's a lady. The lady, yeah. yeah, and she uh she did some episodes of Strike Back, which I love, Ash versus Evil Dead. So she uh altered carbon, so actually fantastic. Oh, okay, so okay, trans. It was Michael now, yeah, she's 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 a lady now. 
Yeah, it's cool. I mean, so she started off with awful shit and then actually did some pretty good stuff. That's cool. Well, is this her was this her only movie? She does TV no? She did that Megan Fox Rogue movie. Oh yeah. Was that actually that movie's supposed to be good? You're right. Is it the one that she's trapped in the house? I thought she's like a badass in it. Oh, maybe no. That's not the she's one. A, the rogue is she's the, in Africa. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no. There's there's a movie that Megan Fox is like trapped in a house or something, and it's supposed to be pretty good. That one's different. I, I haven't heard anything about that. All right. My sequel would be the town is like we've had it with these wooden ladders. <laughs> okay. They keep burning up with our victims and so they're like they do a big crowdfunding thing and they get metal ladders up in this this, this dimension metal ladder, ladders they can withstand the heat man that's right and it makes the victims even worse it, it's even more painful for them yeah and it it, it, it pays off they they end up crowdfunding mm-hmm. I, I know you can get the star in it Who? dominate Moynihan. why call metal ladders brandy book <laughs> right. look yeah uh, you've been given the financing to do your own business related to silent hill Money is all around you. You got the green light to do whatever the hell. I would definitely do a uh, do focus on the one thing that most people talk about after they exit this film. Just focus on the actor that everybody loved from this, Sean Bean. Okay. And I would have I would throw everything on his. Uh, he would come out with a line of <laughs> of adult skewed jelly beans. So it would be like <laughs> adult flavors. So it would be Sean Bean's jelly beans, right? right? But, you know, for people with, you know, taste. Right. You know, people that like, you know, so it would be like, it would just kind of be muted colors. Like, you know, the white would be like a white Russian flavor. You know, maybe black licorice can can still be in there. Green's not going to be green apple. It's going to be avocado or something. Nice. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so it would be these very serious jelly beans the sh- from the Sean Bean collection. Right. So every time that he would come out with a film, he, maybe he would put out a, a new flavor, for example, that was somewhat related to this right. film. And so what would be a good, you can help me with this, what would be a good flavor, for <laughs> a color and flavor for a Silent Hill themed jelly bean to add to his collection? I, I Probably like a, like a charcoal-y color, do like a, you know, ash, like an ashy one. Yeah, yeah. An ash colored, and what could it taste like, bourbon or something? It could, because like a smoky, bourbon or, or something. A, or ash he's not gonna do that he's not doing like a harry potter thing with the weird he, his flavors are good okay so maybe um so it'll be it'll be ash colored and maybe it would mm-hmm. be i don't know flan yeah flan flavored jelly bean would work and like some any kind of yeah that's perfect thank you for the idea and you know 85 dollars a box of jelly beans um they come with like a a real gold foil like a thing, you know, like what are the, what's that little line that goes around? You pull like when you're opening cigarettes or something, you right. know, whatever they call that. It wouldn't be the fr- it, it wouldn't be beans. the first time he's gotten into the uh, confectionery business. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, do you remember Patriot Gums? <laughs> are and now this gets me thinking: Are there jelly beans for refined tastes? Like kind of these? Yes. Well, I've I've, I've, I've had champagne jelly beans that are actually fancy pants. Okay, fancy jelly beans. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're you're. I didn't just I just didn't strike upon some idea that's absolutely incredible. No, I, I got a funny though. This funny story. Um, one of my buddies who you've played cards with. Um, he was he retired from being a tennis instructor and he moved to Savannah and opened up his own gourmet popcorn business. Hmm. Uh, right. And uh, we 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 played in this golf tournament before he left, and he was talking it up to the rest of the team. Three or four years later, he comes back into town at the same time we're having this golf tournament. So I get the old team back together, and sure. I had this cat, this friend who I played softball with, very casual friend. 
uh, who had, you know, he had met Jamie only at that tournament right before he was leaving town. And, uh, you know, Jamie has actually succeeded in the uh, popcorn business. But this guy, Nick, small talking at the putting green. He's like, so how's the jelly bean business going? And I've never seen somebody more offended in my life. Oh, he's mad. Popcorn. Popcorn. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's weird because you think jelly beans, like, that's not so bad. Like, do they have a bad rap? Did jelly beans get a bad rap? Are they considered like a disgraceful candy? I have no idea. A dime a dozen candy? I just thought it was funny that he cares. It's like, hey, he remembered you opened up a fucking confectionery shop. Shut up. You know? He's seen you twice he's in doing, he's, twice he's, in his life, he's seen you. You know? He's he's killing he's killing uh he's killing the popcorn game though. Huh? Yeah. Took a while, but yeah. I bet he has more than just popcorn in there. There's gotta be some side Absolutely treats. not. All popcorn. One hundred percent. No chocolate? Not a damn. What's your uh, idea? Here? Uh, mine is Uncle Silent Hill's Humpin' Grounds Barbed Wire Breakfast Death. It's a uh, it's a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, the business plan speaks for itself. I mean, you know, <laughs> sure, it's it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, airtight. You know, so what we've done is we've created a mascot. Uh, Uncle Silent Hill, mm-hmm. and he's this really cool, kind of super deformed animatronic caretaker. Sort of, it's like a bed and breakfast, and sure. uh, the switches are reversed. So when you turn it on, it's off, and so far, you know the, the color scheme changes. You know, night and day. You know, the house is rigged. You know, there's like little pitfalls and there's little creepers that come out. All animatronic, all completely safe. Hydraulics. You know, a lot of uh, bladders and stuff being pulsed through. Crazy stuff, you know. The food's fantastic. Uh, barbed wire shooting around all the, over the place, and it's just a, it's an ex- it's sure. an experience. Sounds like you might be a little dangerous. Not, no, there. food's great. Uncle Silent Hill's <laughs> Hump of Grounds Barbed Wire Breakfast Death. You remembered it? Yeah, sounds like a fantastic place. Yeah. You live, you live yeah. through it. Even better, yeah. but you get humped. Even better. <laughs> Look, uh, you're in the movie. Your character in Silent Hill. What shape does your performance take? I'm. Also, a town's person is a damn to hell. However, I'm the richest damn to hell person in town. I own the barbed wire store, <laughs> and I take that ghost coin and I whatever the ghost money this demon's offering, I I I, I overcharge because she needs constant barbed wire. I'm raking it in. I got all the ghost coin. I got a ghost mansion that I bought, and I'm actually having it built. I'm kicking out my heels and I'm just thrilled. And then I don't go near that church because I know someday something's going to go bad and I don't want to give up my life. You know, I'm setting myself up in this dimension and you know, I started dating Anna. So that's going well. Nothing's nothing to lose there. I just heard something thrown at the door from a (laughs) look out the windows. Everything okay out there. Nothing that's going to change your love life. (laughs) What about you? I'm a floating ball of skin, uh, just layers of skin folded into each other. Like, but inside inside out kind of fleshy weird and mm-hmm. i uh there's no face there's no eyes just a huge gaping butthole <laughs> that is my only source of of uh activity and i actually am sure. uh, it's there's constant flatulence flatulence keeping me airborne i think the plural is flatulence is that <laughs> I'm right for, I think i'm so. forever airborne from the gas i'm like a beholder sure. you know and i'm just like right. drifting around drifting around just gassing out Constant gas, smelling weird, looking weird, folds of skin like pulsing, wet and weird, membranous, veiny. Can I pause you right yeah. here, real yeah. quick? 
we're supposed to make up characters for this part. You can't just take one that's in the movie. <laughs> and you just, I just drift across the street in Silent Hill, right through the doors of the Pizza Palace. <laughs> when you're in town, it's no longer considered Silent Hill. I imagine if you got a lot of <laughs> gas coming from that thing. No, that's a problem. It is Silent Hill. <laughs> Silent but deadly, <laughs> literally. And that, yeah. and actually, there was. Uh, the town was not at risk until somebody lit a match. And that's how that whole shit went haywire. <laughs> Everything got burned. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a butthole, a floating butthole, and you're still somehow managing to drift to the pizza place and have dinner. I'm blind. I just, I just, my, my, my farts took me in there. Like I, I, I my ball, my ball asked across the street into the pizza place. Oh Yeah. I'm sure it's a coincidence. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, right. Look. You you expect me to believe that your farts took you in there and you had no decision in the in this? You had no hand in this decision? I don't have a brain. I'm just I'm just a pulsing ball of meat and ass. I asked across the street and then I think the girl burned so bad is because what was coming out, you know, like I, I she would have had like second, third degree burns, but she had like four thousandth degree burns from my ass. Ass, fair ass. enough she did she like i said she burnt she burnt into a cool looking thing yeah. though oh, you could, you're welcome yeah look you've you've been gathering debris from all these films over the years and now it's time to take something from silent hill and put it on your special island sure what are you sure. taking i mean i'd probably take one of the toilet because i you know we never talk about this but like where are you going on the island i don't know i don't have i don't think i probably have like a toilet spot to actually get a toilet you know actually work actual working toilet on my island would be such a win unfortunately that guy's barbed wire into the toilet that's a little uncomfortable uh, colin yeah colin's there but i can make that work just kind of move kind of push him to the side as you know it's easier to do one than two i guess um that'll be your secret so I'd take the toilet because I need I do need some, you know, and some privacy because you you always are looking at my island and I don't want to I don't I'm I'm tired of stepping behind trees. I need some place that I can go as a working plumbing system. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'll what I'll take. What about you? I'm going to take the entirety of Silent Hill, the whole town, every bit of it. Really? Every nook, cranny and skimp. I'm taking everything except that toilet. I'll leave that with you. But I got the whole town. You put the whole town of Silent Hill on your the island. Entire town. Finally, not the weirdest thing, it, but it's on the ass end of my island, like in the dark. You know, I, it's not someplace I go mm. often, but I like having mm. it there. Sure. And then I'll hear that siren every once in a while off in the distance. I'm like, it's good to know that that's happening in the background. You know, it's like a oh, that, there's good work being done in the background. Sure. I'm just one person. There's only so much I can accomplish on my own. And it's nice to know that there's a, a constant, you know, and, and I'll try weird shit. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll maybe I'll push a like a horseshoe crab through through in, into Silent Hill. Oh man, Can you imagine? Yeah. and culture. And I love the idea. Crab. I love the idea of me introducing different forms of sea life to the game on the on the outside chance that maybe on the other side of reality somebody is playing through the game with that character. Sure. You know, maybe whatever I shove into that, all of a sudden some dude is sitting on a couch manipulating it. So would Pyramid Head be on your island then? It would. Yeah, he's, right? he's yeah, of course. Alice Creech, or is this after she already got to? I, I I think there's a sort of perpetual cycle there. I, I think you can have it however you want. I think as each new each new denizen enters Silent Hill, they go through the rigmarole. Fair enough. So yeah. the idea, Rana? I'm I don't have her. Okay, but I, I just was wondering. 
But I do like the idea of maybe, you know, well, I, my, my island is tropical, but it also is mountainous and stuff. So maybe the idea of some sort of maybe a, a gibbon popping that little son of a bitch into the island, you know, seeing how he reacts to burning inside burning children, see how he reacts to being stuck in the fan room with Pyramid Head, you know, coming out <laughs> on the other side, having victorious, you know, like maybe even better than Raja. Because you think everything you push into Silent Hill would, would be the protagonist and they would win. Uh, they they the may whole? not win, but I, I'd like to think that uh, Gibbon's odds are good. Horseshoe Crab, maybe not as much. Although Horseshoe Crab not shit its pants when it sees a bunch of nurses shit now. It's a checks and balances thing. Horseshoe Crab, maybe he's hugging the ground. Like they walk, they walk tight to the ground. You know, maybe he just... I, mean, I was just thinking the horseshoe crab might crab might be the best prepared protagonist that you could throw in. Yeah, he'd just thing. sneak on through tent. And I bet you those roaches, those those uh, creatures, those little bugs, there's sort of a crustacean kinship between them, you know? Maybe mm -hmm. they side up with him and all of a sudden he's an army of millions going through there. Picture Lori Holden putting handcuffs on that horseshoe crab. <laughs> you know? That's true. Picture horseshoe crab running through town screaming. Sharon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Might be best prepared, like I'm saying. Those are tough critters, right? Like, no, they're, they're pretty tough. No, they're the opposite of tough. Have you ever seen a live one? I have. Not for long. I was talking, I was talking mentally, mentally tough. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, horseshoe crabs get defeated all the time. Of course, yeah. But they have to be mentally tough to, to process that defeat. Am I, well, am I right? Am I getting Well, they're there? called nature's nerds for a reason.
Thank you.